0: Hey there and welcome to the Corporate Side Hustler Podcast. And I am your host, Lisa Regoli, HR manager by day, Instagram manager by night, a wife and a mom of two beautiful girls. Now in 2014, I walked away from the dream job I worked nine plus years to get to. And here's the deal: I said no to this opportunity because I knew in my gut I no longer wanted to climb the corporate ladder, but I wasn't ready to leave the corporate world. So I created this podcast channel to support you busy women, to maximize your time while juggling all the things. Each week, my guests and I are sharing how you can attract, nurture, and connect with your ideal audience with intentionality without spending countless hours online. We get the struggle of the juggle, and we want to remind you that you can build and run a profitable side business while working your demanding day job. Thanks for tuning in, Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey Anna, welcome to the show. Hi,
1: Lisa. I'm so glad to be here.
0: I am excited too. There is nothing better than when two Instagram friends finally see their faces in this like virtual space. Like granted, I know we watch each other's Instagram stories. But I do feel even more closer to you doing the Zoom session with you right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love having Zoom calls.
0: Agreed, agreed. So Anna, I feel like we're going to be sharing some really good time-saving hacks with my audience today. But before we dive into the juiciness of today's topic, I would love if you just take a minute and to share a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Yes, I am a mom, first of all, and wife to my husband, been married for 20, oh my goodness, it's gonna be 27 years this summer. We have four children, um, one boy, three girls, ages 23 to 16. So I am in a whole different stage of life and love kind of adding this to my list of what I do. And that's, I'm a Dubsado Specialist. Started out as a VA and have niched down and love it.
0: So, first of all, I love that you started off with your mom because I feel like so many of my listeners can, even if they're not in this corporate side hustle space, if they're fully in the entrepreneur space or fully into corporate they can at least attest to they have kids of some kind, right? Like whether it's fur babies or kids. The fact that you have four and from the age ranges of 23 to 16, I can't even imagine what your household feels like because you have some that no longer in the house and you still have some that are.
1: Yes, it's true. And I never know when they're all going to be home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a different life than having littles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what made me smile because I'm in, I, we shared, like I'm in the thick of it with my two and one year old right now. And I can just imagine you're dealing with the different things, but your heart is still so full as a mom raising kids. So thank you for sharing that.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: So I love how you kicked off with like, hey, I actually was a VA and then I niched down into the Sado and it made me actually have this thought of what really sparked this interest for you to want to help people automate and help people save time. I would love just to hear how that kind of started for you.
1: Well, let me back up and say, you know, they always tell you to niche down and I struggled with that. First of all, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So as a VA, I learned several different skills and I love starting out that way because I feel like I can help lots of different online service providers. And then I started into social media management and I loved it, but it wasn't quite for me. I continued on and as I was setting up my own Dubsado, I had to really figure out exactly what my services were what my offerings were. I needed to have a plan and it gave me such clarity and direction for my business that I wanted to help other people do the same. Plus I have kind of a systems mindset. So that really fell into the personality that I have and how I love to help people anyway. So niching down into Dubsada was kind of a given
0: so what i can appreciate there's so many things i can appreciate when what you shared but specifically the fact that you're a systems person so as you were getting a little bit more familiar with what you wanted to niche down it became super clear for you and as you were saying that what kind of struck a little chord in a good way for me was i remember when i experienced someone's system like their onboarding system using DePSATO. I remember being so taken away and like, I was like, is this like a white glove treatment? How the email came to me. And then there was a nice little video that popped up and there was just, just this smooth transition that that got goosebumps and it's Dubsado. Like I'm sure you're like, of course it's Dubsado. You should have goosebumps. But I remember it being like such a pleasant white glove experience. And I could see you probably appreciating that because it's that systems piece that you believe sets people up in a way, not only for a branded business experience, but how they can also save time.
1: Yes, the whole client experience is what I wanted to give my clients themselves, but then I turned it around when I started becoming a Deposado Specialist. How can I help my clients give their clients a great client experience? That's a tongue twister, (laughs) but I love building connections and I love showing my clients how that's possible through automation. Automation in and of itself is scary. It doesn't matter what platform you go with, but taking my clients along that journey and helping them in that whole process is something that, again, it goes with the personality that I have.
0: Let's actually peel that back a little bit, because I would agree that when I kept hearing the word automation, it didn't make me feel like, oh, I'm going to save time. If anything, it felt more daunting of what is it that I'm going to be automating. So can you maybe highlight a little bit what that means from a client experience journey? We can use that as the visual.
1: Yes. I feel like the overwhelm comes when you start trying to break down how your business systems really work. A lot of people find that scary. So it's not necessarily the automation and the tech side of it, but like you said, where do you even start? And I actually, I just wrote a post about this a couple days ago. And really what you want to do is you want to think about what your service is, what is your offering, and how do you want your clients to Go through that journey with you. A lot of times, the client journey starts with a lead from your Instagram or from your website. And then from there, you know, it moves into do you have a discovery call? Do you send out an email next? You know, what is the next step? What is the next step? And so you're kind of constantly asking yourself, what is the next step? And if that's an overwhelming situation for you, the next client that you have, just write down what you would like to see happen or what you actually have happening. And then when you break each step of that journey down, then you're going to go into, okay, well, what am I needing here for this step? What exactly is the practicality here? So do I need an email? Do I need a form? Do I need a scheduler for this step? And breaking it down into bite-sized pieces always helps me. So I feel like the way you've explained it, it's
0: so helpful. And I actually remember you were doing a couple of different stories around this, where you were helping like slow people's minds down of, get in your own way when you think of the word automation, because 99% of the time you're probably already doing these things. It's just about being intentional with, let me just take a step back and I am actually going to write down, I'm going to have a client call today. So I'm going to physically write down every single step that I took from start to finish with this client And then to your point, those are the steps that you would use to put into Dubsado to create this flow, to create this system. And I remember when you said that in stories, I was like, you know what? I wish someone shared that to me in the beginning to not make it feel so overwhelming. Because when you say, oh, like write down your systems, I think we naturally feel like it's a test and our minds go blank. And we're like, I don't know what I do with my client and how do I make it robust. But I think When you share that in your stories one day, I remember I was like, you know what? That's pretty smart. Like, how do you just try to silence the noise a little bit to keep a pen and paper out and jot down those steps as you're physically doing it to start to see everything kind of unfold.
1: Yes, exactly. I think it's when we stop to really think about it during another time that it's overwhelming. But if we take a moment, you know, even it's if it's just 30 seconds to write down exactly what we just did before we forget, because I know I forget all the time. So I, you know, just take a few seconds to write down what you just did. And I think this might be a good transition
0: because the reason why you're also passionate about automating our systems is that when we automate things, it actually deepens our connection with our audience because it's ensuring that each of them are receiving the same experience regardless of what's going on in our day-to-day life. So can you share a little bit about what that connection piece means to you and how you've helped your clients with the connection piece?
1: This is actually my favorite topic. I love bringing connection into automation because a lot of people feel like just because things are automated that you're going to lose that connection. And I disagree. I love how just having things automated saves you time, which in and of itself allows you to connect with your clients in other meaningful ways. You know, whether it's getting on social media and following their account a little bit more or writing them a letter or sending them a gift, you can save yourself time to do those types of connections. And then I know I'm a little biased here, but the reason I love Dubsado for this is because even though you have a workflow and you have your automation set up, life happens, right? Either you have something happen or your client has something happen. And so you can't always go by what you have in your automation. But Dubsado itself allows you to go in and to send an email or change up a canned email just for that client or change up a form just for that client without losing the workflow, if that makes sense.
0: That does make sense. And I wanted to also jump in and provide some color too, because to your point, it provides connections in a way that If you, especially my fellow corporate side hustlers, if you have a busy day and maybe you're not feeling like 100% that day, your clients will never know. And I look at it as two prongs, right? The individuals that are not familiar with automation they have the same experience that I was sharing earlier, which is they're like, oh my gosh, I feel like Anna is giving me this white glove treatment, the way that her emails addressed me, there was a fun little joke in there. And it was just so smooth down to how I could schedule time with her that the second we were done with our call, she sent me this great email thanking me for my call. It literally, I'm so, you should be so proud of me because I'm geeking out. Like I get goosebumps when I think something's cool. I'm getting goosebumps because it's so real. Like you have these people that like they get that way and for the people that are familiar with automations they're still applauding you because then they're thinking to themselves oh anna has her stuff together because i love how smooth her process has been to onboard me into a b and c so i share that to give two pieces of context of i know that in the beginning before i automated my systems i was worried i was going to lose the connection if anything i amplified it from those two lanes Would you agree or add anything to that?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. And I would also add that I'll just be honest here. You're okay, just the fact that there is such a thing as a side hustle, a lot of people maybe don't take that as serious as if this was your full time job. And I don't think that's the right thing to do. But this is one way that you can show them that you are just as important as a, you know, someone who has a side hustle as the next person who does this full time and giving automation, like you said, shows the white glove treatment, no matter whether you're a side hustler or not.
0: So I am grinning over here because I love that you share that. I think as side hustlers, sometimes we do get a lot of slack of if we're all in, in our business, because It's viewed as plan B and we're not giving it potentially what people may view as 100%. But people ask often, Lisa, how is it that you're able to manage all of what you do, whether it's the day job, your kids, or whatever? And it's honestly because I automate the hell out of my life. If I didn't have systems or automations, I think I would be a hot mess I'm going to use this as an example, like Anna had to use an automation through Dubsado in order to sign up for this guest speaking piece, because there is no way I would have been able to capture all of her detail, make sure she scheduled it on time, etc. So I love that you're using that too, as a point of, it helps validate your business and affirms what you're doing every single day. And I cannot stress this enough, it saves you so much time. Yes.
1: And thank you for using the word validation because that's the word I was looking for there.
0: (laughs) No problem. No problem. So I guess something that's coming to mind for me is I know that there are some of my audience listeners right now that are like, oh my gosh, I've been debating using Dipsado or I'm using Dipsado. I feel like I'm in the great spot. But then there might be some people that are like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what Dipsado is. Is it similar to HoneyBook? what would you almost help share some insight for the beginners? Let's go there. If they're a beginner, how would you help them figure out what platform should they be using as a service-based provider?
1: Yeah, I will be very honest and say that I stick with Dubsado. It's what I know, and I focus on that. I know just enough about HoneyBook or just enough about another CRM to get me into trouble. (laughs) But I will also say that you need to choose the CRM that is best for your business. Dubsado is not for everyone, but HoneyBook is not for everyone either. And it's important to maybe talk to a HoneyBook specialist and a Dubsado specialist or you know some other platform that you're thinking of using because... There are some differences between the two that are not compatible for every business. By, let me give an example. HoneyBook can only be used in North America. So if you have clients in Australia or Europe, HoneyBook is just not something you can go with. But not everybody knows that as they're first starting out. So my advice is to talk to someone, talk to a specialist who already knows the system inside and out. Talk to them about your business and find out if that's the right CRM for you.
0: Okay. Before we go a little bit deeper for this, for our beginners, can you break down what CRM stands for, for those of us that are not familiar with that acronym?
1: Yes. It's okay. I hope I'm getting it right. It's client relationship management, I think. And I know the word relationship is in there because again, that's what I'm passionate about. Client for sure, and then I think it's management. (laughs) But basically, it takes your business processes and allows you more client relationship management, such as you know, you're going to do your contracts, your invoices, any kind of onboarding, any kind of questionnaires, schedulers. It's all in one, and it helps you, yeah, it helps you with that one client. So with my beginners, a couple of things
0: that Anna shared that is really, really key that I want to make sure that you hone in on. The first piece is earlier Anna was sharing that you just need to write it down. And that's when I gave the example from her stories where if you are physically doing a task, keep the pen and paper out and jot down the things step by step as you go. Once you have that, then Anna's suggestion number two is consult with a specialist. Now you guys know I only invite people that are in my bestie circle. So Anna is seriously as nice as you hear on this, on this podcast. If you reach out to her with a question, she is going to answer and then also build a personal connection with you. She's not going to pitch to you. She's going to try to make sure that you guys have a connection. So I share that to say, don't be scared, ask her questions. So that way you can see what next steps would be for you for Posado. Now, Anna, for our intermediate and advanced individuals, the individual that are in Dubsado, but maybe want to be as dangerous as you are when it comes to Dubsado, I think you have something coming up that we can chat about that might be a really good thing for them to look into if they want to learn more about automations for their business.
1: Absolutely. One thing that I find happening is that People want to dabble a little bit with Dubsado. They want to be able to send out their contracts. They want to do invoicing through Dubsado, maybe even go into schedulers. But the workflow is the huge, scary monster (laughs) that nobody really wants to tackle on their own, especially if you're not tech savvy. So I created a Dubsado workflow workshop. That I'm super excited about because it's going to be my first in-person event happening in Vancouver, Washington, and so that's for people who are close to Seattle or they're close to Portland and they want to get together, and they want to talk about Dubsado workflows. They want to get into the steps that they can take that Dubsado allows them to take. There's some do's and don'ts that we will go over. So we're going to have a class and then we're going to break for lunch and network together. It's going to be a smaller group and then we're going to have some hands-on training. So if you have a workflow that you'd really like to set up, but you want somebody to hold your hand, I will literally come and hold your hand (laughs) and answer any question that you have as we go through this workflow together. Now I know that uh, not everyone can join us in Vancouver, so I've also opened this up for live stream. We can't have lunch together, but we can have a one-on-one coaching Zoom call within that week. So excited to see who all comes and who I get to meet in person and then who I can also chat with on a Zoom call and help them in that way. I love
0: that. And I think what I pick up the most from that is truly diving into some of the nuts and bolts of how you create that customer journey in a way that feels like it's a connection, that you're right there with them side by side, even though everything's being pushed out in Dipsado. So by the time that you guys are listening to this, this workshop is only a couple weeks away. So the link below is going to get you more information so that way you can sign up. And like I said earlier, if you had a question, maybe because you can't be there in person, please just slide into Anna's DMs. Her Instagram handle will be there as well to make sure that you just ask her questions because if you want to get a little bit more dangerous with how you're leveraging Dipsado, Anna is your go-to person. (laughs)
1: thank you lisa you're
0: welcome you're welcome um anna before we wrap up is there any other final things you want to make sure that we highlight for our topic today
1: i'm just so grateful to be here, Lisa. And thank you for having me. I've loved talking with you about uh, automation and, but especially about connection. I hope that comes across. I really, really love connecting with the people that I work with and for, and also with people on Instagram. So come and come and see me. Love it. Love it. And
0: then let's do one little fun, personal or like not personal, but fun little, would you rather? So that way, if someone wants to slide into your DMs just to start the conversation before they go with the hard Dipsado question, I think this will be a good one. Would you rather go back in time and meet your ancestors or would you like to go in the future and meet your great, great grandchildren?
1: Oh my goodness, Lisa, that's, that's, oh my goodness. that's That's (laughs) It is a very tough one, but I'm going to go with my ancestors. I think that would be so cool. My ancestors are from Norway. Ooh. And they came over to America in 1906 and they came into Ellis Island. And I think that's just the coolest thing ever.
0: Agreed, agreed. I like that. And see, now I learned something about you. I did cheat because I have answered this question before on the episode. I picked going in the future. And I'm going to get emotional. I think I only do that because when I look at my littles, I still can't get over that I need them, that now there's this, like, this desire to see what they continue to do. So I picked the future for that reason, just because I I don't know if you feel the same way where I just look at them sometimes. I'm like, I still can't believe I made you. Like, where did, how did this happen? How did I, I don't know. So I geek out over that, but I love the Norway piece too for ancestors.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, you heard that my son is 23. So yeah. How in the world do I have a man child?
0: (laughs) (laughs) A man child, right? (laughs) Oh man, Anna, I appreciate you so much for taking time with me today. I will include all of your links below. Please, corporate side hustlers, reach out to Anna. She is a great friend to have and super knowledgeable about the PSATO. So Anna, thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, here's what I want you to do. Take a quick screenshot of you listening to the Corporate Side Hustler podcast and upload the image to your Instagram stories and tag me in it at the Corporate Side Hustler. I would love to hear from you and connect with you on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you the same time next week. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye for now.